on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Mr. May, how are you, my friend? Greetings, sir. This is Darth Vader. Guess where I am. Guess where I am. Uh, You're on the golf course. Water park. No, I'm in the transfer portal. Oh! (laughs) Very well done, sir. Very well done. I feel feel like I'm in the transfer portal. I'm at Costco uh, the week before Christmas. Yeah, it's close. close. There's a lot of people in here looking for the right thing, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I've always said it's always a great place if you need to buy six pairs of jeans at one time. You're good. No, to man. No. Hey, don't don't make me do a Costco commercial. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Every time, I, I, get, time I get home from the uh, from the from the what do they call that? The, what what did Kramer call it? The uh, wholesale store. <laughs> the anyway. wholesale oh, um, store. well done, well done. Quality yeah. Plus, that was it. There you go. That's what it was. All right, can we start. Let's talk a little about no, Quantity here. Plus. That's it. It's Quantity Plus, not quality. I, I don't know why I remember plus. this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, let's start here. Trayvon Henderson being out for this game against Georgia. I, I got to be honest. I'm bummed out about that. You know, I get, I understood. I, and I get the whole Jackson Smith and Jigba thing that kind of came up and there's like, he's gets hurt. But first let's talk about Henderson and you know yeah. what this means to the offense and how much more they're going to have to put on mine Williams and, and what we're going to see out of the running back spot. Well, uh, Trevion tried to give it a go off and on throughout the season. As you all know, he missed quite a, several games and, uh, and a lot of other games that he played in. Obviously, he didn't play against Michigan. And uh, uh, that toe sprain, you know, ask any of the NFL guys there. They'll tell you about a, a toe sprain sounds pretty benign, but it's a real deal, man, and it, and it bugs you. And uh, you try to come back, you rest it, you try to come back. And, uh, you know, he's had surgery. I don't know if he's actually had the surgery yet, but was having surgery today to kind of, like, enhance the uh, repair of it because it's uh, – a sprain is basically torn ligaments in some form or fashion, uh, either uh, small, medium, or great. And uh, so uh, we'll see how he does from now. But, you know, but he, there are quite a few games he didn't play in this year, just like, you know, the Jackson Smith and Jigba question, which you're going to get to. Uh, you know, there was a guy at the, at the interviews the other day, uh, and, and uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. was sitting there, and uh, – and he was answering questions. Guy was going to was asking him, "How much are you gonna gonna miss? You know him. You know now that he's definitely not playing." And Marvin Harrison Jr. was polite about it, but pointed out basically, Jackson Smith and Jigba hadn't played all year except for about 40 plays. And as I like to say, and I like to quote the great philosopher Austin Powers, you know that train has sailed a long time ago. And uh, so, you know. There's no way to quantify whether they'll miss them or not, but there is a way to quantify if they're not healthy and can't play anyway. What's the damn difference? And uh, I think that's that's the deal. I mean, uh, people keep you got to move on and play with what you got, so to speak. And that's what uh, Ryan Day and his group have been doing all year. You know, I think the big news is Mike Williams thinks he's going to be as close to 100 percent as he as he has been in a while. And uh, as I told him, I said when I was talking to him the other day, I said, you know, you really. Uh, people kept bringing up other guys, but you were really the bell cow for this uh, running attack when you were healthy. I mean, because he runs, he runs violently, and uh, if he can bring that to the fore against Georgia, which they're going to need, uh, uh, you know, kind of a balanced attack, or at least the the uh, the look of a balanced attack. I mean, he's going to play a key role. But I think I answered four questions at once. So get to question number five now. 
I can't remember what question three was. No, I'm lost. Okay, Dan, you go and you will figure out the question. Question three was why do we have this guy on every Friday? That's not he, true. You are one of the most entertaining segments all week. We live by the is, Tim May segment, just so you know that. Live from the dairy is section. He, That's right. Is he just ripping? What is this guy doing? That was your question. Go Wait, ahead now. What's the free food you're closest to that they're handing yeah, out well, at, at the end? Actually, it was uh, peppermint bark, and it took everything oh. I could not to get some of it because I do like peppermint bark. Dark, dark chocolate peppermint bark is one of the the great treats of the Christmas time. I don't understand why you can't just have these great treats all the time. But if you did, boy, would we be a country with a health problem. Yeah, that's a good point. No Although we can find bad food to eat all year round. That's, that's very true. Yeah, that is, that is true, especially, yes. we, especially when, you, when you shop in bulk like I do. That's yeah, true. No Beef arena, you're going to have to feed it to the horse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Rusty. 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 Tim, are we worried at all about any player on Ohio State in the, the starting you know, real impact guys declaring for the draft and skipping out on the playoff? Um, I don't think so. Not okay. that I know of. I mean, but, dudes, I'm telling you, I had the executive director of the uh, of the Peach Bowl on my podcast this week, and funny is he almost – he kind of brought this up himself, but it's something I've said to you guys a few times. Uh, when they go to 12 teams in the playoff and you have the specter – of possibly playing four playoff-caliber, uh, intense games to win a national championship, to me, that looks like a lot more jeopardy than playing so-and-so in the uh, in the easy seed bowl. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, I just, I'm just curious about what's going to happen down the road here with the opt-out thing, with, the, with the, as Urban Meyer called him, the third uncle's, who are more and more getting into the picture. That's why you see so many people in the transfer portal right now. I think, what, Texas A&M has like 20 guys who are in the transfer portal. Are you kidding me? No matter how bad it was there. But, I mean, it's, you know, there's a there's a reckoning coming for major college football sooner or later. And uh, it's, you know, it's just going to be very interesting. But uh, the opt-out thing, and then, you know, then you're not really sure where you're really going to, like you said, if you're an elite, elite player, um, then maybe it behooves you to do that. But wouldn't it behoove you to do it when you're facing four intense uh, games in a row as opposed to uh, like a, some, you know, you know, non, what do they call it, non-important bowl, whatever you want to call them now. Yeah. Hey, listen, Tim, you talked about that third uncle that Urban talks about, and I get it. Yeah. I, I'm sure Dan gets that too. Can you explain hey, you know to what, folks I mean, who that guy is? Every, hmm. Wait a minute. You know what? Every third uncle's got a, you've got a third aunt too. So no, that's true that too. Uh, is that true? We got to think about that. I got to go through the whole lineage thing. But my question, though, is explain what that third uncle is that you're talking about because I, I think when yeah, you're around somebody, it all the time, you see it. Yeah, yeah. Somebody who is a uh, influencer. You know, uh, uh, somebody who's been maybe in the in in your prospects here since he showed uh, ability, uh, elite ability to get to the next level, whether whether it's high school to college or college to pro. And worked his way into the influential realm of that young man who's not necessarily his mom, dad, or his head coach. He's uh, people like that. And and the thing about it is, what you're dealing with now, what Ohio, what Ohio State and everybody else, and dealing with. I mean, it sounds that sounds pretty um, onerous or something. Basically, you know, you're allowed to have representatives now uh, with the NIL realm open. You're allowed to have people setting you up deals. And, of course, people are setting you up deals. You trust them, and all of a sudden they're saying, well, you know what? <clears throat> Man, you may be blah, blah, blah. Maybe you should uh, 
maybe you should uh, just opt out and uh, and and uh, go to the you know, you know wait for the draft, et cetera, in whatever sport you're in, <clears throat> which is mainly men um, men's basketball and uh, big time uh, pro football. But but the bottom those are the guys, and not not necessarily kin to you, but make you feel like they are. And that but they they've been around to a certain extent um, forever, but now they're even more empowered because of kind of telling you what you want to hear. All right. Uh, let, let's talk about somebody who is meaningful to the game and meaningful to uh, one of our friends, uh, Pat Chun, who is the, uh, the athletic director at Washington yeah. State. And we talked to him earlier this week and uh, the yeah. passing of Mike Leach. And, you know, Pat was heartbroken this week. I had a chance to catch up with him for a little bit. And yeah, he was a regular on our show, Tim, almost not as much as you. But, like, probably yeah, but- on what, I don't know, every six to eight weeks he would come on the show with us. And we had, like, other than the fact that he was working for Pat at the time and we had heard some funny stories from him, and we are like, hey, let's ask this guy and see if he wants to be on. And he was so consistent, so nice to our oh, show. Yeah. And, and yeah. just your, your thoughts on his passing. Here's the deal. I am, I am regretting right now that I never, never met him. You know what I mean? Never, t- never talked to him, never met mm-hmm. him, never interviewed him like you're talking about. But, you, you know, he's one of those guys, though, that you don't have to have met to understand how <clears throat> this this the, this word is, means a lot of different things, but how different he was from most of the guys you meet in that ilk. Most of the buttoned up, I'm afraid to say anything. Uh, boy, is this going to make my athletic director uncomfortable? You can ask Pat about that, right? Uh, For sure. He was he was about as open and as great an because he loved he, he loved to talk. Which is good for a talk show like you've got, right? Um, good point. <laughs> but, th- but then on top of that, he had interesting takes on stuff, and not necessarily politically correct interesting takes on stuff. And I don't mean you know racist or stuff like that. I'm talking about you know the institution of marriage and you know having a blow a big blowout wedding, which you know one of the times you know he explained all the money you would save on that. I've been trying to. In- explain to my daughter that the, I've been saying that to her before I even heard the Mike Leach stories about how I'll give you, I'll give you X amount of thousands, you know, if I don't have to pay for a big wedding, you know, but because as he would point out <laughs> later, you know, and then, uh, you know, 10 years later, according to statistics, you're going to have to have another one. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, uh, but he was just, uh, he was different, man. That's what, that's why people flock to him because, uh, you know, and, and I think this is what's unfortunate. Uh, Sometimes when a guy is that outspoken uh, about a lot of things and entertaining, it uh, I think it diminishes in some people's minds what kind of a football coach he was. He was about as innovative as it goes. Absolutely. Uh, every like Kirby Smart pointed out the other day, almost every high school in the nation, with a few exceptions now, <clears throat> runs pieces and segments of of uh, the air raid offense, you know, he and Hal Mummy put together. Remember when Hal Mummy, you know, the coach at the Kentucky yeah. for a while and just wide open, uh, spread the field, make, make, make a high school team defend you 53 by 100, you know, until it shrinks to 53 by 10 and then maybe run the ball, you know, but uh, he worked in some elements of the running game too, as he went along, because he understood that when you spread the field, you're creating weakness that you need to exploit too. And, Yes, you know that's what Ryan Day, Urban Meyer, now now Ryan Day. I mean, they live by that spread the field, but you got to have some semblance of a power running game to really take advantage of what you're creating there. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, he's he he was bigger than life in a lot of ways, and uh, about as humble as it gets 
when it comes to just talking to the average man. And, uh, you know, if he wasn't talking to you on your radio show, he'd have been talking to somebody back there in Pullman or uh, or Starkville or, or uh, Lubbock for sure. Tim, as always, we appreciate talking to you. You're a good man. And we will talk next week as we get closer to the national semifinal Seriously? on New Year's we're gonna Eve. Seriously? We're going to talk, talk on Christmas Eve? Oh, I'm no, not. No, Christmas uh, Eve is the Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk on Christmas Eve, Eve. The Eve of the Eve. Is that when we? Is that when you celebrate Festivus? I can't remember. No, just the rest that's of the us. The twenty second. I want to say. You know what, Tim? We do. We do an airing of grievances. If you would like yep. to partake in our air, we do oh. this every year. Yes. Would you like to be in the airing of grievances with us? Yeah. Hey, maybe we get my wife on for one segment of the airing of. She doesn't like Deshaun Watson, but that's another story for another day for another part of your talk show. Just glad those grievances aren't against you, buddy. That's or especially true. the fact that you're going to walk home with 50 pounds of flour. Yeah, Tim, no, you will you be in the they, airing of grievances. Have, Go ahead, they sorry. Do have the greatest, they do have the greatest sock bargain known to man here. And I always get my, my two sons a couple of packs. Because you know what? You can't ever be without enough clean socks. This is, is true. You can write that down. Write that down. Thank you. Just like a... Just like Lieutenant Dan told, uh, that's right. Told uh, Forrest, Forrest and his buddy, you know, clean socks. Anyway, that's all I got. Goodbye, Tim. We'll Best talk to you later. See you guys.